Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to Mini Music Monday. The Deep Wound Edition. Welcome, welcome to Mini Music Monday, the Deep Wound Edition. Quickly, let's go to something fun and whimsical like <laughs> me being 15 years old and in a hardcore band called Deep Wound. Were you a sophomore in high school? I don't know. I always exaggerate. Well, I always exaggerate. I want to to believe that I was a sophomore, but I might. But because I want to believe that I was a sophomore, I might not have been a sophomore. I might have been a junior. Well, fifteen-year-olds are generally sophomores. I was probably sixteen. Well, so you know, you don't even know what what age you were. I've already lied to you today, but I, I, (laughs) when I retell these stories, I want to always tell it at. That I was younger, like younger and Next younger. Next thing you know, you're going to be 12, like Tommy Stinson yes, and the replacements. No, I was always really <laughs> jealous of him because I was because he he really was like he was legitimately young. I think when I started, I, I'm pretty sure I might. I don't. I, I I don't. I just don't know. I don't know the exact date when Jay Maskus came to my house. That his his father drove him to my house or perhaps his mother, but I think it was his dad and the family station wagon with his drum kit to my house in Westfield, <laughs> 25 miles away or so. And Jay came and we brought Jay's drums upstairs to my attic of my parents' house. And we, we jammed <laughs> Scott, Helen, me and Jay uh-huh. and Charlie, I think was Charlie there. I don't think Charlie was there. I don't think we had a lead singer yet, but, uh, Jay brought Charlie to the band, our lead singer. Where did Scott come from? He he went to uh, Westfield High, High with me. So he came with you. He came with me. He was my buddy. <laughs> we were buddies. We were punk rock lunch buddies. Oh, yeah. I love Scott. He was, he was great we then. We love you, Scott. Great now, great then. Awesome, really great person. And uh, He sure is. And uh, anyway, he and I, were, we ate lunch together, and then we put an ad up and a uh, the local, the real, the one really cool local record store. We were looking for a drummer to play as fast as possible. <laughs> paraphrasing, and uh, and Jay called. That's so cute. And you know, the rest is history. And the rest, <laughs> <laughs> it's still you know, and yeah, just yeah. yesterday I flew in, <laughs> flew in from Boise with Jay Mascus. Fifty-year-old, fifty-something-year-old men still. Fifty-seven-year-old Jay playing Mascus, loudly together. Fifty-six-year-old Lou in Marla. attics. It's <laughs> true. Now you're now That's you're right. in Jay's attic. We, now we're in Jay's attic. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! And Scott's still a musician, and that's his full time gig. So I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna do something I've never done. Wait, I have to ask you first. What? So after that, when Jay came over and just like brought his drum kit, and you guys played together, did you like? look at each other and go yeah do you want to be in a band with me man or like was there like a a conversation to like there was one thing that jay said like we 
Scott and I had some songs. We'd already started writing songs together. Oh. And we had a, we had a neighbor who actually play, literally played pots and pans with us. <laughs> but he was kind of, he wasn't really into it. And he wasn't really, he wasn't really punk. Let's mm. just put it that way. He wasn't punk. And, you know, we were looking for someone who was into punk. We were looking for a punk, mm. a fellow punk. You just take those pots and pans and go back home. Jay brought a real drum kit. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And he could play. He was mm. like in the jazz band in high school and he could play the shit out of his drums. <laughs> it was, and he had this crazy haircut, like totally cut. And I think he had Doc Martens on. I mean, of course. Yeah. holy shit. And we played him one of our songs <clears throat> and he just looked up and he goes, you guys are the fastest band in Massachusetts. <laughs> and that's, that's when I knew I was like, this is it. Oh. You know, and then it, and it, that's when it began. So it was like, an, uh, I guess, so I'm still intrigued by this. So it was like an unspoken agreement. You're just like, we're a band now? Or like, how did how did the name Deep Wound? Like, was Jay there a, brought the name. So it, again, like, he was there the na- he multiple the... sessions where we're like, we're going to now have each other's parents' phone numbers and call each other yeah. Yeah. and then make plans for, for we, jamming? We started, we started rotating, like... Uh, Jay's uh, dad drove him the first time. I think his dad. Uh, and then, like, the, then my parents drove Scott and I up to Jay's basement in Amherst. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I think I think actually we practiced. I think even like Jay's sisters or brother brother would be enlisted to drive him down to Westfield. Mm-hmm. Scott's Helen's dad was like so cool. This guy, and they drove. He drove like a VW Bug. I don't know if we ever went up to Amherst in the bug, but he was like this super cool guy that listened to jazz and and loved music. And it was and his Scott had an older brother who was extremely talented. Did this this shift in your life, like finding Jay and Scott and and forming this kind of loud band, did this kind of help you move through the rest of high school? Did it kind of give you something to look forward to? It did. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. I don't think I've ever thought about it that way. Mm, I was just wondering that right now. It did. It actually made it. It I. It really uh, reinforced me. Kind of gave you some focus too, yeah, huh? N- n- my, my classmates didn't know that I played in a band. Yeah, because this was sort of your secret. Yeah. Well, there you thing. didn't. I mean, at that point, I mean, you you had to be careful if you were going to be punk. And sort of act out or dress a certain way because you had to, you would then have to deal with the social implications, mm-hmm. meaning I didn't want to get my ass kicked. So I, I stayed anonymous. Under other, the radar. Yeah. I stayed under the radar other than drawing on my jeans and covering <laughs> desktops with like minor threat and clash and I mean, <laughs> then, you know, etching punk bands. I actually went, I took a can of spray paint down to the local public pool and I sprayed I spray painted buzzcocks on the side of the building. <laughs> I thought I was such a badass. I can't believe you did that. That did. actually seems like. And then on the sidewalk, I wrote. Like I think you. I wrote Clash. I think on the sidewalk. Yeah, I did. That's graffiti, Mister. I was, I was definitely fifteen at that point. <laughs> I you was were, definitely you freshman, were, sophomore, wow, high school doing graffiti. Or oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's. I feel yeah. like you would be horrified now. Of course, to, I would be. <laughs> Of course oh I would be. I, I just... am all about social norms now. <laughs> Toeing the line. No, but I was I was inspired. I, I like a 
<laughs> I looked, the dead Kennedy symbol. I mean, I, did anyone find out that you wrote the buzzcocks? Nobody found out. Did you just see it and what, did it give you like a giggle every time? Oh my God, it gave me so time? much joy. <laughs> how, and, how, and how long did it stay knew, up there? You know, I was a very guilty person. I still am. I think I'm going to get caught for something all the time. <laughs> I never thought I would get caught for that. Did you? No. I felt <laughs> invincible when I did it and I knew I would never get caught. And that's like, that's unusual because I, this is, well, honey, this is just Catholic guilt. You're just, you're one of many people who are constantly feeling worried about getting caught for things they haven't done because that's growing up in the Catholic church. What do you mean I haven't done them? What do you mean? I was guilty. Of what? I don't want to get into it. Red light. <laughs> Let's get on. Let's get on. I like this. I like what you're asking me questions. I feel like I'm being, this is great. I'm being interviewed about my, my history with deep wound. Well, I'm feeling sort of sheepish and kind of embarrassed to say I, I never, I hadn't really thought deeply about what, who you were as in high school. And then it's making me feel bad because I'm married to you. And well, you know that high school is kind of bullshit. Yeah, I know. It's just sort of like, feeling bad about not having like a real curiosity about that. <laughs> but no, as I'm saying it now, I'm realizing I am curious. I just, I know there's, it just actually, happened this moment right now. I have to say the way you're asking me these questions, because often, <laughs> oft, oft times when I refer to the old days of mm -hmm. deep wonder stuff, I, you know, you are a very attentive listener. We have a very good connection Thank when we you. speak. But when I speak about old hardcore <laughs> I glaze over. or being in a band, yes, <laughs> the, the, the sparkle in your <clears throat> eyes dims slightly. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, and I get really worked up if I start talking about old, the old days and bands and seeing these shows. And uh, I know. I'm sorry. I start know. glazing over. I can't. I don't know. And then... <laughs> So it's not my imagination. <laughs> oh, guilty. Guilty, guilty. But I understand that. I think right now I'm sort of realizing that I am I am liking picturing who you were as like a young all the I had young never dudes. you know what's funny, it's like I my history with, with Jay and, and the bands that we have is so complicated and and it does it's defined my life in all kinds of ways and been, you know, an impasse and a, and also a great like you know, delivery to a great rockin' place, you know, that I, but I don't think I've ever thought about it. Thinking about it as something that got me through high school just gave me a, as, as I have this real swell of, of gratitude and love. So I, I kind of nailed it. Yeah. Huh? I'm, I'm yeah. all of a sudden feeling <clears throat> like I'm feeling a lot of love for that time My, that kooky band yeah and like what a <laughs> gift right what a gift to have that mm -hmm. and to have this this really wonderful like really rich secret life of like dri driving <laughs> <laughs> driving to boston mm -hmm. and then the family station wagons mm -hmm. and playing shows with exciting bands i know and, and your eyes must have lit up because you loved music and I you loved were it. just oh my gosh yeah so you're we... like holy shit i'm now doing music yeah i'm part and, and, of something and jay was really like a, he was also instrumental so to speak in making that happen because he got the he really took the initiative i think when he saw scott and i he he just he latched on to us because he we were all like-minded and he just he really carried the band mm. and, and and sort of stepped in pretty immediately and started shaping the band and bringing he brought songs to it we were both writing songs it was a very it was kind of an interesting uh 
in a collaboration. And we actually started one of the last songs we did was a, was a real collaboration. So we actually were really we kind of just all of a sudden just entered each other's orbit. Mm-hmm. And he had a really but he was a big planet. You know, he, he was yeah. a real he was a, he had a lot of pull and he, it was it was amazing. And but he called he made all the phone calls. Mm-hmm. He wrote the letters. He made the connections with other bands. Mm-hmm. He engineered us, you know, being able to record. Mm-hmm. He figured out us recording in Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, I he, it was, uh, yeah, he was a. It was it was amazing to have that in my life, and to kind of be like, I don't give a fuck about high school. Mm. I don't care. Yeah, it wasn't for you. Yeah, I'm like, I can't wait to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I mean, to have something like that to hang on to mm. while just having to kind of, you know, yeah, it, like do the thing like you got to go through high school. Right. But it's like that must have been nice to not just have to go through high school and have nothing else. Then it's like you actually did have something that was rich and growing. It was. Yes. I did. I, I don't know why I haven't really thought it in, in, in that kind of a dramatic light, but it's true. I think I'm just reflecting on it now because we were looking through some of my old um, journals. <clears throat> we can save that for another day talking about <laughs> journals. But uh, it got me thinking a lot about um, things that kind of help us through hard times when we're young. And for mine, it was being like on the theater crew at high school, mm-hmm. you know, like doing the, the, the building, the stages and painting the sets and stuff like that. And that now looking back when I read these journals and I see like, oh, I was really struggling. But then the things that gave me light was this little, my little kooky world of the, the theater kids the theater kids are always the best right i don't know i mean you're an artist too you're you're a musician so it was like you know <laughs> no, kind I know, of i know they go hand in hand i, I think, feel like i think many of the most of the i had no i had no involvement in my high school but you know like jay did with his he was in the band yeah. those kind of things and actually he had a really rich he had a really good group of friends from high school mm. and uh well and charlie who was ended up also in deep wound he was a classmate of jay's yeah so really charismatic classmate of Jay's. Were they friends? They were very good friends. They had a radio show together. They had a college radio show. They weren't in college. They were in high school. <laughs> but they had a show on Sunday mornings just before the Polka show on <laughs> WMUA. Cool. But What's that? We've been talking for 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, we never <laughs> hey. even played the song yet. <laughs> hey. You've been you've been yeah, okay. talking okay. for fifteen minutes, okay? Mm, okay, so our okay. deep wound episode might be a little bit longer than fifteen <laughs> minutes. Well, you're you're asking you're you're so interested now. Well, I I am, I guess, to be honest. All right, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. So we brought I brought some song. Uh, we brought songs. Scott and I had written some songs together. I can't remember if this song if the. Uh, it seemed almost like Scott would make the instrumentals and then I would write the lyrics to them. Okay, but and this, then Jay would play the drums. And Jay would play the drums. What but did Charlie do? Charlie sang. Well, who, what'd you do? I played guitar. Oh, so you didn't even sing this? You just wrote the words, but you didn't yeah, sing it? I didn't sing it. Oh. But this, um, what we're going to do, we're going to start with a Jay song. This is one of the first songs that Jay brought to the band. Wait, you're going to play two songs? I'm going to play three songs. No, we're going to have to divide Honey. this into more than one mini okay, music you, then, you, because this okay, is... Hold on. This is hardcore. Okay. The songs are short. 
Oh, okay. how short are they? <laughs> uh, a minute. Oh, okay. A minute and a half. So this should take three minutes. Okay. I mean, it, this, one's, this one's a little longer. This is Jay's epic. It's called Psyched to Die. And these are his lyrics. These are his lyrics. He wrote the music. It's... It's amazing. I mean, like when he, br- I mean, he brought these songs and it was like, oh my God. Okay, play so, it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn this other. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, you got me all excited. <laughs> I'm psyched to die Cause life's no fun anymore What fun can you have When you don't even know what it's for Life's a constant drone And I can only see one way out When you're six feet under Then you'll know what it's all about I'm sick to die, I'm sick to die. 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 No point in existence. You'll never make a dent or a scratch. Grab all the gusto you can. But it's only death you'll ever catch. Oh, why am I alive? I guess I'll shrivel up and die But I won't piss and moan And I'm sure not going alone I'm gonna take you with me I'm sick to die, I'm sick to die 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 Get a job and a family Together supposedly happily But kids are ungrateful little burdens. They'll soak you for your all and kill you for insurance. It's not worth the strain and strife. These questions only scramble your brain. The who, when, why, and how. Last chance, I'm going under. Bye-bye, friends. I'm sick to die, I'm sick to die. I'm sick to die, I'm sick to die. I'm sick to die, I'm sick to die. I'm sick to die. I'm sick to die. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of Jay's songs. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> this, is, this is one that you know what I liked about that song that made me giggle is he wrote the word gusto. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because grab all the gusto you can. That was actually I think. That could have been a Budweiser commercial at the time. <laughs> Go for the gusto. I mean, he's it's, he's he's referencing what was then a, like a popular a popular commercial catchphrase, mm-hmm. which I thought was very clever. It is. It's it's funny. It made me wonder 
I wonder how often the word gusto is used in a song. <laughs> Not that often. It's like gumption. How often? I don't know. Gusto, gumption. What's the next song you're going to do? I'm going to do this song. Okay. This is, the song is uh, originally titled Pressures. And I wrote the lyrics. I think Scott, I'm pretty sure Scott came up with the instrumental part of this, and then I wrote the lyrics. Or, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so these are my lyrics. This is me. This High is school a- baby Lou. Pressures! Things are all coming at me. They're not even real. I cannot grasp their existence. It's the things I cannot feel I'm trapped in indecision I hesitate to condemn I'm not righteous I cannot be extreme All these ideas They seem to have no value I can't distinguish right and wrong In a world I cannot view There are no solutions To the problems they present And if I take no position I'm someone they resent I'm labeled as inactive. What the fuck can I do? I'm not your savior. I'm only more confused. I have no desire to perpetuate the greed. And I won't change anything to satisfy their worthless need. Pressures! Is that the whole song? Yeah. See, that's a hardcore song. <laughs> hardcore indeed. Um, you guys were really just shouting a lot, weren't you? Gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of hooting and hollering. It was a real hooting nanny back then. <laughs> Come on down to the Grange, 2 p.m. Sunday hooting nanny, hardcore hooting nanny. Deep wound, gray matter, Enough. the Vatican commandos, adrenaline <laughs> OD. Tr- Reflex from pain. SSD control. <laughs> no preservatives. Oh my God. Is that really a band name? Yes. I love that. East Hampton, baby. No preservatives. These really little, these sweet little kids from East Hampton. <laughs> uh, what happened to no preservatives? Eric Gaffney could probably tell you. But. Oh, okay. Thank you for listening to part one of Mini Music Monday, the Deep Wound Edition. Check out part two next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.